everybody. We're back here again with another episode, episode four of the Icebox podcast. Uh, today we have a selection of topics, uh, timely ones, we hope. We're going to be talking some auctions, going to be talking that PWCC monthly auction that's kind of been all the rage recently. Our thoughts on that, thoughts on fragmentation of auction platforms in general, and going to wrap it up with some talk about select tie-dye, which there were so many auctioned on eBay the other day and thought were interesting. But anyways, Matt, how you been? Pretty good. Excited to talk about these auctions. I was a bidder on a lot of them and one zero. So <laughs> on PWCC? Yep. I too. I have that same experience. I too was a bidder on lots and uh, one zero. Makes you wonder if the whole they'll go for steals thing was overhyped. But uh, yeah, but I, I think it was. I think it was too. Any you've been picking up anything this week? Anything? Anything interesting to report to the listeners? Um, I did find a Brady Fleer autographics rookie auto at a local card show. Dang! For a really good deal. Um, and it was raw, so it it appears very real to me oh oh that is a little scary (laughs) but if it's not i do have a full money back guarantee oh this is and and they're good for it yeah i have the guy's contact information and a full money back guarantee so worst case scenario i'm just out my beckett grading fees and best case scenario i have a very nice Brady rookie auto that I got at a pretty good price. So dang, well, that's kind of a big gamble on a rock hard. Hopefully, yeah, if, if yeah. it is fraudulent, the guy's good for the money back. But wow, that's a pretty good find. I didn't know you found that. Yep. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I have been on the train of doing what I did kind of back in reverting to my March of in April of 2020 ways. Uh, back when you know PSA grading used to be a thing, I have found a couple cards that I like, and I'm kind of stacking a, a bunch of them to sift, getting a bunch of them in, sift through the copies for grading. Uh, though with SGC, just because you know PSA obviously not in the price range, I've been buying some of the upper deck canvas Connor McDavid from 2018, which is the first card featuring both McDavid and Crosby. I figured, you know, considering how iconic some cards in basketball are with like, you know, like the LeBron Kobe wasn't really that bad of a buy. It's like 20, 25 bucks a card. Going to try to get those graded, see if I can sell them because there are like none on the market right now. And also been doing that with the David Ortiz 2013 uh, Tops SP, the uh, Boston Marathon bombing like speech on the field SP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, and of course the tie dye that I bought yes. from the wharf the other day, which is what's inspiring the whole conversation later. We've been looking at some tie dye stuff, some very interesting sales, Matt. Uh, some yeah. some shield sales in the mix. So you know we have we have everything today. Yes, we yeah we do. We have um, what I think is becoming quite a lot of shill bids on eBay. Uh yes, it, it's getting pretty ugly out there. Uh, 
Well, let, let, let's get into it, I guess. But we'll get to eBay will have its time. PWCC will have its time. But in general, auctions, let's start it off. Are you an auction buyer? Do you use auctions like to buy? Do you like buying auctions? And do you like using auctions to sell? Kind of general thoughts here before we go platform by platform. Yeah, I love uh, buying on auctions because it, it pretty much guarantees you that you get it at like a fair price um, as opposed to like a buy it now where obviously you can overpay. Um, I, I do sell on auctions. Um, however, I pretty much auction off cards where I either one have like nothing into it. Cause I bought a lot and made my money back already. So that's what's left or two. am just like a hundred percent sure that I'm going to make money. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Do you only do it for, um, I, I get scared to auction and I feel like I've only done it like a couple times and I've been burned. So I'm like even more scared. But do you only do it for like stuff with like flashy set names or like that's like big dollar? Like, for example, say I like I'm not going to do this, but like I have this like Lucas certified color match rookie. It's like out of 199 PSA nine like that I bought. I'm trying to sell it, you know, in the short term. Pretend you had a low basis in it. Is that something you'd auction or you'd be like, no way I'm auctioning that because it's certified. I can't use the word like prism or anything like that in the listing would that like scare you off or would you still auction something like that um it wouldn't scare me off it would really just depend what i had into it if my margins were very thin then i would probably want to hold strong on like a buy it now but if i bought that luca card you know for 30 bucks the year he like three days after release or something when luca wasn't even hadn't blown up yet then, you know, I would just auction it off and take the profit and just be done with it. So okay. it really just depends what your cost is. That's, that's fair. That's, that's probably a good way to think about it. I definitely sell less on auction than you do, than you though. I am, I often do the buy it now just because I like to control what the stuff goes for. You'll never really have the home run though. I guess the whole premise of the auction is that like, theoretically two people wanting it could push it higher as opposed to you caving for one person's offer when they could have maybe been pushed higher yeah by like some other person but i don't know i've always been a big buy it now man i don't buying auctions though i am a big fan of buying auctions there's always the hope of a steal too which i always gets you excited yeah for sure i and I think even just like the act of bidding is a little more enjoyable. By than, a lot. Yeah, just then shooting like counter offers and everything. Um, yeah, I think the last five auction or five seconds of an auction oh, is yeah. pretty much like peak hobby, I would say. I think we've said this already on the on the uh, on the pod about about the mail day, but the last yep. five seconds of the eBay auction should be up there with the mail day in terms of peak moments of joy and the card buying experience or sadness, I guess, if you will. Yeah. But yeah, you the price, the, my favorite is like when there's a card that's like clearly worth like, say like, I don't know, a thousand dollars and it's like $200 at like two at like 15 seconds left. And it's like, yeah. like to the moon. Yeah. eBay is weird. 
I feel like for the most part, stuff at least doubles in the last like 10 seconds. Oh yeah. It definitely, it can do way more than double too. Cause people, I, I always feel like there's no incentive to make a bid before the last 10 seconds. Why would you do that before the last 10 seconds? So here's, how do you feel about, um, so PWCC and eBay obviously both auction off cards, but in a very different way. Yes. Because of the extended bidding. Do you yeah. like extended bidding? Yeah, let's get in. We can get into this a little on the PWCC side uh, before we talk more about the monthly specific. But I, so yes, at the time of filming, the uh, basketball auction was last night. And I went, I had never used this platform before. I'd never bid on anything on a platform other than eBay. I'd never bid on anything on anything other than eBay. And I was very intimidated by this extended bidding. Uh, Personally, I found it to be very annoying. Uh, It seemed like a lot of work. Uh, You know, I had schoolwork that had to be attended to at some point. You know what I mean? Or if you had like commitments with a person or like, you know, we're on the East Coast, it's kind of late, but if you're out with a friend or something, it can't just be a quick little pull out the phone, place the bid. You know what I mean? Life goes on. It requires a long, long process. I'm not a huge fan on the buying side. I, I in fact, there were once I thought maybe I could get this, but I thought, you know, I'm not wasting 30 minutes staring at this computer for it. And then I just quit. Yeah, I I'm I'm with you. I'm not completely opposed to the idea of extended bidding. I'm just completely opposed to the first round of extended bidding being a half hour. It's ridiculous. Like either you're you're bidding or you're not. There's no if it takes you a half hour to decide whether or not you should bid, then you just shouldn't bid. I don't know. I mean, that honestly for me. The half hour part was better than the five minute part because like all you got to do is show up real quick and then like either you you just drop the bid to keep it going and then you get to do nothing for another like 29 minutes because like the worst yeah. part for me is like there was a okay so there's like a 2019 Luca courtside so not second year PSA nine okay it's worth like 50 bucks it was like 15 dollars when the tent when 10 o'clock comes 30 minutes then the 30 minutes someone puts in like a 17 dollar bid well then it's a song and dance every five minutes of someone bidding one more dollar you know and and i was like this is absolutely ridiculous i it's not even worth it to me if i could get it for like 15 dollars below and like maybe make like a quick 10 bucks or something i mean it's not even worth it i mean it's stupid maybe for higher end stuff it has value but with the with the kind of there was a lot a lot of low end stuff in the monthly auction and it is an incredibly tedious process for someone bidding on low end stuff. Yeah, and especially on bidding on multiple things. I, I yes. was trying to bid on, I believe three or four auctions at one time, and that was a pain. I can't imagine the people trying to bid on like twenty or thirty and trying to keep the extended time straight, trying to keep like what they're willing to pay in their mind straight when you're flipping through that many cards. And like, in my mind, I think extended bidding should be the auction ends. And then it's just a minute, a minute, a minute, a minute. I, really? I'd be, I would much rather that. I mean, I still would prefer the eBay way as a yeah, buyer sure. of, as a buyer of 
anything. I don't know where I'd put the dollar amount. 25, sub 2,500, sub 5,000. I'm not a buyer really of anything at this point that's above those thresholds, but I I don't like it for anything less than that because it's so much work. And it's not like often in these lower price ranges, it's like, man, you know, now I'll never be able to get it, you know, and I would have paid an extra hundred dollars, but now I don't have the chance to, I don't know. I don't feel like it's that valuable. Yeah. And I think that's what we were seeing is, um, there were some people on Instagram who were just complaining because their auctions went so low. Uh, yes. We'll keep them nameless on here, but yes. But then you see what they're sub, what they're sending into PWCC auction. And it's a card that you could not pay me to take. It's anything sub a hundred or $200 has no place on that auction. Yeah. It's like the, some, it's like the people who send like a $2,000 card to golden. What do you expect to happen? Yeah, it's going to go for $500 because it's going to get lost in the shuffle. Like if you're sending a 1990s base card, sixth year base card PSA 10, nobody wants that for more than basically five bucks. And when you complain that it goes so low, I think maybe some self-reflection is needed as of why did I grade this and why did I send it to PWC PWCC, where there are people looking to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on Correct. anything but that card. I associate PWCC with what used to be the cream of the crop on eBay. eBay's best cards used to all run through PWCC. Yeah. Some of them were in the thousands. Some of them were in the high hundreds. Some of them were obviously in the tens of thousands. But at each price point, first of all, it never went low low they were the ones in the low low threshold were always stupid but like at each price point be it 500 to a thousand one thousand to two two to five five and up it was always great cards in like desirable cards in that range see and that and that's why i think it's interesting too like you said they're great cards but they were also desirable cards if they were they were if they were cheaper they at least had some backing as far as like, oh, this is like a little bit rare or like this is like, you know, a, a cool design or something. Because yeah, like you that. sent it to PWCC because it was a good card. Yeah. That's why it went to PWCC because it was a good card. And you thought, man, maybe it can do even better at a great auction house. Now, obviously, people have had their beef with PWCC. I'm not here to say that they're flawless. But all I'm speaking of is the common reputation in the in the space. Yeah, and I think too, it's like like we're not above like the whole base PSA 10 game. I mean I'm I, I own have, a lot of cheap stuff. Yeah, and, and I'm sure you have a lot of like like let's I, like honestly, I have a lot of absolute crap at PSA right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't have that that much, but I I do have some crap at PSA. Yeah, and I think a lot of people do. And like with me, it's like it's crap. Like I'm going to make money on it because I sent it when P when uh, PSA was nine bucks a card. So it's like impossible for me to lose money, but it is crap. And I would never, in a million years, send that stuff to PWC. <laughs> I just wouldn't. No, it's not who the buyer base is for. I mean, brand matters. 
And PWCC had a reputation of being for the higher end buyer or for the or the buyer who wanted the nicer cards that were in this price range in like the 500 to like 10,000 range. And then now obviously there are players that have emerged for the greater than 10,000 PWCC once a piece. But I'm interested uh, if, if you're okay moving to some other parts of this auction. Yeah. How, because I think people might be interested in hearing some of this. I don't know if you had this issue. Maybe listeners can relate. The pictures are very nice. Okay. On the PWCC website, but my computer was huffing and puffing from trying to, from trying to run all that the PWCC auction site. I'm not sure if it's yeah. the high resolution images or the way their site is laid out. I, I, there was enormous lag trying to bid. I mean, it was it was very taxing on the good old computer. And I think my computer is respectable quality. Yeah, I yeah, same here. I definitely had that problem as well. Um, where yeah, just stuff wasn't loading. Um, and I think that's probably what happens when you auction off 40,000 cards like in one day, basically. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's, I, I do like some aspects of PWCC's listings though. Um, just looking at them now, like I see a um, Giannis Galactic uh, PSA 10. Um, I like it says PSA population one of six. I do. Yeah, that like is that nice. Information. What? I, I like that information as somebody who like does care about pop. That information used um, to be on eBay though. They used to have that in like the paid subtitle. On yeah. EBay. Yeah. I, I like how they did carry that over because that, I think that adds value to the, for the bidder a lot in I, I think that if I was like sending a card to PWCC that was low pop, I would like that included in yeah. the listing. I mean, I think also what I'm looking at here is a pop one Cal Ripken Jr. high tech base card PSA 10 that sold for $11. Gee, how um, do you, why, why would it be pop one? Yeah. Well, yeah hard to understand, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, that's what collectors need to differentiate too is like that card is pop one because nobody in their right mind is grading that card. And even there's a nine that sold two. That is the, it's numbered, but it's a nine and it sold for $11, but it is pop one. Stupid. And it's, yep. And I think, I think that's why people were disappointed in the auction results. It's because their pop ones we're going super cheap. Yeah, I mean, I that's probably part of it. I did see like slab stocks. Uh, worth noting, slab stocks is a f- affiliated and a paid partner of PWCC. Uh, but so do with that information what you will. But I'm just ta- taking what they've said and relaying it to you. But they got, for example, got like three Wander Franco cards for like sixteen hundred bucks that like have an eBay value of like 2,800. So it exists in like the higher threshold too. There were some steals, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think the steals should come surprise. PWCC said it themselves on like a podcast. They're like, yeah, like there's so much stuff up and also nobody knows what the heck they're doing. Like stuff's going to go like low 
I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it continued to go the low though, just because it's tough to get people interested. And it's a platform that unlike golden, where you just need the devoted people with big money, you need an almost eBay like attendance at these auctions. If you, yeah. cause it's eBay type stuff. Well, and what people are losing sight of too is sure. Some stuff went for steals on PWCC, but stuff goes for steals on eBay all the time. Sure does. That's sure not, does. Yeah. And more think, now, more now than it has, I would say yeah. in uh, recent memory, uh, it markets, but it's been a little tough to move stuff on eBay. Stuff's gone cheap. Yeah. I would say you were just the beneficiary of that. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I was, but then I won't lie to you. I thought this was like money in the bank and it's hard to move it. I mean, for like, it was like, that's a card that like comps were like last two comps. It's a Luca. It's a Luca certified PSA nine. Uh, and it's or it's blue out of one ninety nine color match PSA nine comps were like 9775 for the last two went on auction for 460 or 480 to me. And I can't move that thing for 600 or 650. Yeah. Isn't that, doesn't that seem like there aren't even offers that come in, in the fives. And I'm like, doesn't that seem weird? Like, I don't know yeah. that. I think uh, the other card um, too was the Giannis. Yes. The tie-dye. Yes. Tie-dye. I think that was a very interesting uh, kind of whole day almost of basically just tie-dye sales. Yeah, the tie-dye was insane. There were so many. I mean, Harold, we can we can get into looking at some of these tie-dyes. The Wharf unloaded on, if you're ever interested, uh, what day would this have been? This would have been the, 20, the night of October 25th, if you're ever interested in looking back at sold listings. There's an onslaught of tie-dyes uh, that were listed by the wharf. It, we're looking at like, yo, I only ever searched up like Giannis, Curry, KD, and like LeBron. But I think there were six Giannis tie-dyes, like four Currys maybe, it, like four LeBrons. There might have been more than six Giannis's. There were like three or four KDs. Who's to say with like other players? But like I just looked up those big name vets and there mm-hmm. were a ton of them. I think that the tie-dye market is uh, my personal take, and I have not been a tie-dye buyer in the past. I think tie-dyes are interesting, uh, interesting buy. I, I, I agree. I get that there's three levels, so there's like technically out of 75, but I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's exclusive to one release. It's a release that's popular. And it yeah. has an appearance very similar to that of the color blast, which is um, insanely valuable. Yeah, I agree. And I, uh, I thought a lot of those sales were interesting. I think for um, maybe the market was like a little saturated, like for a day, just because so many star players ended on the same day. I mean, we're talking like over 20 of the, over 20 of LeBron, Curry, Steph, and KD ending within an hour of each other out of 25 cards. Like, tie yeah. out of 25. There are over 20 of them that ended within an hour. Yeah, and all top, I mean, all top five players in the league. Yes. Just to end that consecutively is um, 
It was unreal. Yeah, crazy. And so, what is interesting is I would almost bet that the same person sent all those in. Yep. Because I don't know how, I don't know why all these would be pitted against each other unless they were all the same guy who sent in all these. And I must say that, that, a man or woman had a very impressive collection if this was their stuff. I kind of want to go through. I want to get get your takes. First of all, I, maybe we'll throw some I'll throw some questions at you. Have you looked at these sales a ton or no? Um, I skimmed through the like just looking at the numbers basically. Oh, okay. What do you think about the uh how do you think t- the 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 cards would fare between concourse like premier and courtside do you think there'd be a lot of price difference or do you think it would ascend or like it wouldn't matter what level or what do you think um obviously with courtside it being applied maybe courtside goes the most because courtside base is the rarest even though they're all out of 25 yeah i think that's like the tricky part of it is yeah courtside's like the rarest but they are a lot of 25 I I still would if I had to choose, I would still take the court side by a mile as far as like what I own. But as far as going to concourse or premier, um, I would really just pick whatever design I like better, not uh, levels. I think that was a big factor at play. I would say that the court side did perform better, though. Like the court side Giannis twenty nineteen. PSA 10 went for $965, whereas the concourse PSA 9 went for 210 That was mine. Give that a 3x multiplier for PSA. Make it a PSA 10. That's like 630 in a PSA 10. I don't know. I That that seems like the, the courtside went, went for a pretty good price. And honestly, it seemed like the die-cut premier levels were hammered. They seem to do by far the least. Yeah, it seemed think... to be the premier die cut, the concourse, and then the court set. I think because of like you said, when it gets to this stuff, it's just what looks the best, and the die cut looks stupid in the slab. Yeah, I think uh, die cuts really take some hits. Um, I don't. Are you a fan of die cuts? No. I am not. Because <laughs> I'm not really I'm not really either. So I just want to see if we're on the same page on that one. Because yeah, this is worth this is worth noting. 2018 select concourse Giannis tie-dye, PSA 10, $676. I honestly thought that was a pretty good price. Like seems reasonable, right? Uh th- that same set, the die cut premiere went for 420 in PSA 10. Hmm. the die cuts a tougher grade right it's just so much less desired because of it's yeah, i don't know how it looks the die cut is for sure a tougher grade i don't think that's uh debatable or anything it's for sure a tougher grade but man some of those just do not look very nice <laughs> no they don't they uh really do not uh other takeaways curry uh kd sucked in performance i would say it was not that good, but um, the Steph, the Steph stuff clean up, I would say. What did the Steph tie-dye USA? Oh, 
Well, uh, how, how nice of you to ask. So that you, I think the USA, so for the listeners out there, we're talking 2014 select now. Sorry if this has been a little confusing, but 2014 select, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, this was the first year of tie-dye. I think it might have been. Mm. It was not in 2012. I, I don't think it was in 13 either. You can correct me on that if I'm wrong. But a PSA 9 of that 2014 select tie-dye Steph Curry wearing a USA uni, not like his Warriors one. Have you looked at that sale? I have not, I don't think. Okay, how much do you think it went for if you had to guess? PSA 9. Uh, worth noting that a PSA, uh, let's see here, a PSA 9 from 2018-19 did 700 bucks. 2018-19 did 700. What did the 14-15 do? Same grade. I, I would hope that went over a grand for sure. Oh, uh, rest assured it did. Went okay. 40, 4,200. What? Yeah. Yes. Now, it's tough to say if it gets confusing because if you look at the bid history, it looks pretty good. But the LeBron from that same set, true gem. So this is a true gem LeBron, same set, did yeah. 3500 Oh, no chance that's a legit sale then. There are two bidders with decent feedback at relatively high ratings. Okay, you know what? Now that you actually mentioned that, there was a guy on Facebook with the Durant and the LeBron. And it was a guy from overseas who said mm-hmm. that he really needed the curry. And I, and I linked the eBay listing to him and said, there's one up for auction now. And he said like, oh, like, thanks so much. Like, I'm going to try to win this and everything. Maybe that's oh. what happened. There, there is a suspicious activity of a guy with 68 feedback who took it all the way from 1700 to 40, 150, but then some other guy with over a thousand comes in with the 4,200 bid to win it. Yeah. I think, um, it'll be interesting to see if we can get like a confirmed sale. Um, and maybe I'll have to ask about that because another card I was going to ask about was the Curry. 2012 prism silver i didn't even know one was up yeah i you can um i think it ended on the same day on uh by the way these uh selects tie-dyes are all on ebay or is that on ebay as well um yeah same consigner the wharf Uh, and what grade was what grade was the silver so it was a nine a beckett nine five Mm -hmm. um true or man men um but i was trying to win that card mm. and the last comp was 3700 i my guess was going to be 35 but judging from the fact you lost i bet you tried to pay a little over i'm gonna i'm i don't know maybe you bid something like i don't know 42 or something if you wanted to win i'm gonna guess it went 45 see it went for 55 that seems excessive. And the thing is, too, is it was at 55 with two hours left. And then it just stayed there. And Oh, went. well, that could be legitimate, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I Because 
It's hard to tell. I might ask if that's a confirmed sale because if it isn't, then I might try to buy it. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. I don't know if that um, will get paid for because Curry definitely has gone up. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's played insane. But there's yeah. been there has been. I think we talked about it before we got too much into this. There has been definitely, and we've all seen it, a decent amount of shell activity on eBay. I mean, we look that that Curry. At 4,200 is suspect. Uh, I mean, there's a LeBron 2019 concourse PSA 10 did 2,000. I looked at that. That is 100% suspect. Like, there's a Curry 1718 that did PSA 10 that did 2,200. Also very suspect. Like, I don't know. I, I... I mean that maybe not if you count that seven hundred dollar PSA nine sale as legit, but I don't know. There's a lot yeah. to a lot to see out there. For all you listening, oh tie dyes are pretty cool. I'm not trying to pump tie dyes because I the one I got was the cheapest one that ended uh, on all of those guys all night, <laughs> which was good <laughs> for me because I I didn't have the kind of money to spend on the big ones, but I just thought they looked awesome, so I wanted to get one. But yeah, I guess. I- yeah, go I ahead. Think a very interesting alternative. Um, so the Giannis you got, right? The tie-dyes, like, you won probably like 250 or something like that. 210, yeah. And the gold out of 10 is probably, what, three grand or something ridiculous? What, for a select? Yeah. I mean, maybe. It's probably probably like, something like that. Yeah, way higher. So I think it's a very interesting, like, alternative because being out of 25 and out of 10 really isn't that much of a difference. Yeah. If you look at the comps, you can see that these tie-dyes have pushed since like August when they're because the comps on if you look at the comps on these tie-dyes, there are like three or four sales since like August, which like for each guy, which is what makes it insane that that many ended on one night at this point. But yeah, they've definitely pushed higher since then. And some of them did pretty well last night, but they were not shelled. But I think that's on the back of the gold. You know what I mean? That's on the back of the rise of the prism gold as, you know, the vet prism gold, that is. It's on the back of that, that the tie-dye has done so well. I mean. Yeah, I, I think we're seeing, now it's, it's trickling down. I think, I mean, everything gold is just going for a crazy amount. Yeah. I mean, if, if you had a gold LeBron concourse BGS9, 2019 select LeBron gold concourse out of 10. What do you think that would go for? A couple thousand for sure. I mean, honestly, probably almost 10 grand. For select, you think select and like BGS nine and like. Yeah, even select, I feel like someone would pay that much. I would never, but I feel like someone would. Guess how much the tide I did. Uh, BGS nine out of 25 LeBron concourse 2019 20 probably like 500 bucks or something 600 bucks yeah like that's I, and i was a bidder at like five or 550 but then it went for like 600 and i'm like isn't that nuts yeah i know we were going to go through pwcc a little bit um yeah and i guess i would just like to highlight a couple auctions here um we have a joe theisman 2020 prism base 
PSG nine. Wow. Wow. You're really CSG nine, did you say? Yes. Wow, that's a beauty. You don't see those every day, you know, Matt. <laughs> Not yeah. graded by CSG, that's for sure. <laughs> Then even right here, we have a Mike Williams, fourth-year prism base, CSG9 for sale. That's disgusting. And it looks like – Watch out, you guys. You know, you you could get rich tonight getting the steals on these. And there's a lot of them. There is a – I typed in prism. That's all. Oh, okay. I didn't type in anything more than that. And there is about – I mean, close to a hundred base prisms graded by CSG <laughs> that all have no bids. So if somebody wants an insane CSG or to own the whole CSG pop report, now's our chance. Oh so, yeah, go get these guys. Yeah, I it'll be interesting. Let us know how uh, how you do on if you're bidding on the football that's tonight. We're gonna try to get this out pretty quick, so hopefully it's still tonight. Uh, at the time yeah. you're listening to this, but I guess, I don't know, Matt, before we call it uh, quits on this one, wanted to get thoughts on something I read today on IG and I've heard, I heard on podcasts, I've heard it many times before. What are your thoughts on fragmentation of auction platforms? Do you think like breaking away from everything on eBay is good for us is as bad for us? Us could be the collector, the investor, you know, regardless. Uh, it's definitely happening. It is yeah, definitely, it is, definitely yeah. happening. Yeah, no denying that. That's for sure. Um, I think it's a good thing. I, I mean, it's just hard. Like, you really can't say anything bad about, like, diversification and, like, new uh, – like, like, even competition between these. I might. <laughs> yeah. I might have something bad to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm I, not for it. Well, I think, I think it will hurt the sellers for sure yeah and then it hurts everybody is what i think yeah you lose everyone loses is what i think but that's what i i do think will happen though is so we're we're kind of at a point right now where we're coming off a sports card like all-time highs of like everything everything was high and so we have new grading companies we have new auction sites we have new this that and that and like I think even a year from now, now all of these are going to be around. It's just not possible. Like I, I think personally, in a couple of years, we're going to have PWCC and we're going to have eBay. Yeah. And like you might have, like it'll be like like you'll still have my slabs, but that'll be like buy it nows and stuff, not necessarily auctions. And then you'll still have you know, sites like only all and stuff where mostly are buy it now still. And, but I think the two auction sites are pretty much going to be eBay and PWCC, which I think competition between those two is fine. And I think the biggest problem PWCC ran into yesterday was they really didn't market their auction that well. And I don't think enough people were signed up. Like, to be honest, I was not signed up to be a PWCC bidder until yesterday. Same. Yeah. Same. And so how many people do you think missed out? Probably Almost. quite a few. But I'll tell you what, though. With all these people talking about all the steals they got yesterday, there is going to be a lot of new accounts today. 
Correct. And it was and, all over Instagram. Yep. I, I guarantee you that I bet you their account, their number of accounts probably doubled today. Honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. As far as uh, there's not a whole lot left for these people to scrounge up except for football tonight. I think Thursday night's yeah. hockey uh, and maybe soccer too. Uh, okay. I, let me tell you, there's like almost nothing on that. You search Crosby. It's like 15 cards. You search McDavid. It's like 15 cards and you search Ovechkin. It's like 15 cards. For like, if you search Luca, it's like 250 cards. Like for like the basketball, or like Whoa, LeBron really? is like 250. But you, hmm. I don't know. But we'll see. I personally am anti the fragmentation of card platforms. I think it's pretty bad. Uh, I I don't know. Honestly, I have even today. I was thinking. Maybe it's not such a bad thing if Fanatics comes and just sw- consolidates all buying on the one platform. Because I, I apologize to whoever this person is. I don't know if it's Sports Card Invest Investor or Sports Card Investments or what this guy's name is. It's a great account. I, I can't forget. I forget what his name is. But he was like, the reason we had such a boom in the market was not just all the money, but all the demand was concentrated on one place where all the comps were being made. So the comps were higher because all the demand was in one place. And our industry relies so much on comps that anything that reduces comps is bad. And that's what I feel like. I don't, anything that reduces comps in my eyes is, uh, obviously shows are healthy, but like I could live with only one online place because I would rather the comps stay high because I think it keeps the market strong. For yeah, everybody. I guess, I guess the thing that I would ask you is, don't you think, though, that PWCC comps are going to get pushed up once they get more accounts made and once they get more exposure? I mean, they probably I mean, they probably will. But it's I, I don't think it's the same as the what you could get with it, all the eyeballs in one place. Yeah, I, I feel like they would be hard. They'll be hard pressed to get the comps on the monthly auction to mirror what they would have been if they were on the eBay their their monthly auction on ebay yeah every when every single eye was on on the same place i think another thing to think about too is what are what is pwcc's selling fees i don't actually know i assume they're similar to i wonder if it would almost be an advantage to sell with them if their fees are lower and you could get like close to the same price as well. I don't know what their fees are. If I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. I remember when they used to be on eBay, the fees were always like a percent or two less than what the common man would have to pay. Right. Yeah. For like bigger cards, not for like cheap stuff, the cheap stuff, it, uh, their fees back in the day for the cheap stuff uh, were a killing. They would uh, clean you out. Okay. Because there was like for 50, for something for like $50 or less, it was like $3 plus 10% or something like that. Okay. Which is like 16% or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a fixed dollar fee too. Right. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. That's kind of where my head's at. Anything else you want to say before we kind of wrap it up? No, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just important to watch the auctions. Uh, it's kind of like, like, I guess what I've kind of learned throughout cards, it's like, 
you can either sit back and complain that stuff's going for too cheap or you can win that stuff and make a lot of money. And I know that tonight with football, I'm going to be trying to win stuff and make a lot of money. So, yeah, I got my eyes on stuff, too. Hopefully we get this out to you guys before that auction ends. And you, too, can be inspired to go out there, check out that auction, see if you can get yourself some good deals on some cards you want. I feel like we almost deserve a sponsorship from PWCC. By I think we do. We've talked a lot about PWCC. PWCC, toss us a couple bucks. Maybe, yeah. uh, I don't know, buy me a better computer so I can bid on the auctions without my fan going crazy. I don't know, something. We need something. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. all right. Thanks, everybody, Any- for listening. And, yeah, have, have a good week. Yeah, we'll catch you all next time.